This is America on Par, a powerful punch, political punditry in a pithy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Thanks for tuning in. So the presidential election is into its final week, and this is going to be unlike any presidential election you've ever seen. I think the term is unprecedented. That's the phrase Hillary used at a campaign rally in Florida. Take a listen. I'm sure that some of you may have heard about a letter that the FBI director uh, sent out yesterday. Well, if you're like me, you probably have a few questions about it. It is pretty strange. It's pretty strange to put something like that out with such little information right before an election. In fact, In fact, it's not just strange, it's unprecedented, and it is deeply troubling. I actually agree with her. This isn't just unprecedented. It is deeply troubling that a major party candidate would be under investigation by the FBI for hiding government documents on her home computer system in an effort to circumvent federal laws. That's deeply, deeply troubling. But it's not the FBI's fault. It's hers. Here's what else is deeply troubling. The way she avoids responsibility and tries to blame others for her failures. Listen to the rest of her statement on this and see how quickly she's able to claim that this is Donald Trump's fault. Voters deserve to get full and complete facts. And so we've called on Director Comey to explain everything right away, put it all out on the table. Right? Now, of course, Donald Trump is already making up lies about this. Such a weird tone she's using that. I'm going to come back to that. Making up lies about... That's weird. It's not her pattern. There's something going on there. Trump isn't actually the one lying here. He didn't lie to the FBI to get this case reopened. He hasn't lied to the American people about what's on the emails or why she set them up. That pivot that she did to blaming Trump was, uh, what's the phrase? Oh, deeply troubling. Yeah. Now, what's a little less troubling and just more odd is her delivery in that speech, making up lies. Her speech pattern was overemphasized. And when you see the video of it, her eyes are wide open. They're like, Big, slow, exaggerated head nods. Again, it was odd. It's weird. It's like she's play acting and not well. She's a better liar than that. It wasn't her usual pattern. It wasn't her usual stump speech delivery. I think the FBI's investigation does have her rattled. I think she's trying to cover it up, that, that sense of unease that she has. But see, I don't think she's rattled because she thinks she could get busted or actually go to jail on this. I think she's rattled because this is a direct challenge to the plan her campaign has had on how to finish out the election. Listen to a section towards the end of that same speech she was giving in Florida this weekend. The nearest early voting site is just one mile away from here. 
at the Volusia County Library Center at City Island. So don't wait one more day. Go vote and then help us get everybody else out to vote too. Now I know, I know that I, we've got our Canvas organizers up here. I don't want to take too much of their time because they are workers. They are organized, they are focused. I'm so grateful to them and to you, and we need you. There were only a few dozen people in that room. You kind of heard the smattering of applause as it went on. Most of the people, it appears, in that room were working for the local Democrat Party there in Florida as what Clinton was calling her canvas workers. Canvassers is another phrase she used later on. I told you in a previous podcast that this election is going to come down to Trump's energy versus Clinton's machine. You got to hear part of Clinton's machine clapping right there. Well, the announcement on Friday is a threat to that machine. It has the potential to make some of the cogs of that machine decide they won't put out the extra effort to help her now. If she doesn't get that machine to work, she will lose. That ultimately explains the facial expressions and the head nods and the odd speech patterns. She's off-centered. She's trying to talk to a group of people she desperately needs. She's not trying to convince them of anything that her argument is correct, that, that she's actually a change agent. She's just trying to convince them to go out and do what she needs them to do. It also explains how she's approaching this reopening of the investigation. She doesn't have to fight and win against Comey right now. So she's not actually making arguments that are designed to defeat Comey. She just has to convince her canvassers that it's not a reason to stop dragging strangers to the polls. So the argument she's making against Comey is vague and it's shadowy and it's, boy, isn't this weird? Boy, isn't this strange? Well, oh well, go out and canvas anyway. She's not making the argument that Comey is dead wrong. This investigation is political. She's not coming out as, as pointed as she would need to be if she were trying to defeat Comey. She's just trying to convince people, ignore the flashing lights and just go do your job. Trump, on the other hand, is trying to go directly after the undecideds, the independents, and disgruntled Democrats. He's playing to huge crowds and isn't just hitting Hillary for the FBI investigation, but he's talking about his plans on health care and taxes and regulations and trade and immigration. See, Trump is saying both that Hillary is corrupt, and that he will be great. Hillary is just saying, make sure you get everyone you know to go vote. That's the difference in the two campaigns right now. The question is, which one's going to win? There are two pieces of data that are making me think Trump will pull this out and that Hillary's machine is going to fall short. The first is early voting numbers in Florida. They state that not only are Republicans outvoting Democrats there so far this year, but that it's about a 20,000 vote flip over where they were in 2012. Four years ago, Dems at this point in Florida were outvoting Republicans by about 10,000 voters. This year, the GOP is ahead by about 9,000. So far, Hillary's machine in Florida 
isn't getting the job done. And that's why she was there all weekend long talking to a few dozen supporters at a time in churches and in bars. I'm not kidding. She, she was in both churches and in bars in Florida on the same day. The other data point that makes me think Trump could win on Tuesday is the poll showing that three out of 10 people say the FBI reopening this investigation makes them less likely to vote for Hillary. That's 30%. Since this is a race that's mostly been less than 4% between Trump and Hillary, 30% swinging away from her is a huge number. So for the rest of the week, I expect Hillary to keep working her machine. She needs it. And if it doesn't come out the way she, she's hoping it does, she will lose the election. Trump needs to stay on message. There will be something that comes out towards the end of the week that Clinton Incorporated will hope to use to distract the dawn. He needs to ignore it, whatever it is, as best he can, stay on message, encourage the masses, be positive, be different than every other politician. He needs to hit Hillary on her corruption and show the nation he has a better plan. And above all else, Trump needs to make sure he doesn't do anything that people would actually find to be deeply troubling. Well, thanks for listening. If you like these podcasts, please share them with your friends on Facebook and Twitter. If you'd like to leave a comment, you can always do so on my website, americaonpar.com. I'm Stephen Parr, and I can still see old glory flying over me. In the first light of the morning, I can see old glory flying over me.